Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Makers are targeting drag racing and a type of dangerous driving. I'm John Doman. Virginia schools are running on millions of dollars less than they thought they'd be. We'll tell you about the calculation error that caused this situation. Gains on Wall Street at the Tuesday close. The Dow was up 369. NASDAQ picked up 191. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Tyree Nichols will be laid to rest today. The Reverend Jay Lawrence will preside over the service, and the Reverend Al Sharpton will deliver the eulogy. Lawrence tells CBS News he will focus on the 29-year-old's life and not his death. We also want to make it a place for this family to find comfort and see the support and solidarity of this community that's coming around them. Christian Benavides, CBS News. Vice President Kamala Harris is scheduled to attend that funeral. In Grants Pass, Oregon, a standoff between police and a man suspected of kidnapping and torturing a woman is over more than five hours after it started. CBS affiliate KTVL says 36-year-old Benjamin Foster shot and killed himself. CBS's Christine Weicker is there. Police used a blowhorn to tell Foster to come out unarmed with his hands up. They did that about eight times with no response. An hour later, they moved in within just a few minutes they returned to their vehicles. An ice storm is causing problems in the South. KTVT TV reporter Brooke Rogers is in Dallas. Encore says this has gone about how they expected, with few outages to start the day and more as each hour progressed. But they say they started preparations early. Crews and equipment have been out getting ready to shift into storm mode. Supplies like poles, transformers, and wire were strategically located to minimize disruptions and to allow crews to respond to outages quickly. Vice President Harris on Tuesday awarded the Congressional Space Medal of Honor to NASA astronauts Douglas Hurley and Robert Benkin. They were test pilots in the inaugural NASA commercial crew mission to the International Space Station in 2020. The space shuttle Columbia broke apart during reentry 20 years ago today, killing its seven astronauts. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Communication with Columbia was suddenly lost. Fido, do you have any tracking? No, sir. The orbiter was falling apart over Texas, its heat shield broken by falling fuel tank debris just after launch. Shuttle astronaut and crew operations head Bob Cabana remembers waiting for a Florida landing that never came. It's as real to me today as it was 20 years ago. And I knew those guys so well. Investigators said foam debris was the root cause, but NASA culture was a contributing cause. Now as NASA shoots for the moon, Cabana is an associate administrator. We have to create the right environment to not repeat these mistakes. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Police say two rare monkeys taken from the Dallas Zoo have been found in an abandoned home a day after going missing from their enclosure, which police say had been cut. This is CBS News. We are the 25%. That's a quarter of all Americans. Over 61 million people with a disability. Our differences make us 100% unique. Just like you. 100% creative, passionate, determined, and proud. We are the 25%. And we want a world where everyone is 100% included. Easter Seals Disability Services. Change the way you see disability. We are the 25.org. WTOP at 403. 
Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome to a new month, February 1st, 2023. You'll see some light snow today, then partly sunny later, clearing out, cold, very little accumulation. 20s and 30s for the high. We're at 33 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this early Wednesday morning together. There's an arrest now to tell you about in the deadly shooting of Karan Blake. The 13-year-old was shot in Northeast D.C. back last month on January 7th after he was reportedly breaking into cars. WTOP's on Nick Ionelli begins our team coverage Wednesday morning from D.C. Police Headquarters. Detectives work tirelessly to determine all of the facts. Our investigation has been completed and an arrest has been made. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conte announcing that 41-year-old Jason Lewis has been arrested in connection with the shooting of Karan Blake. He's been charged with second-degree murder while armed. The shooting happened several weeks ago, so why did it take this long? We want it to be methodical. We want it to be correct and not make any assumptions. We want it to follow the evidence. He says witnesses and neighbors with surveillance video were key in moving the investigation forward. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I'm Megan Cloherty. Karan Blake's last words before collapsing were, I'm sorry, I'm a kid, I'm a kid. That's according to documents charging Jason Lewis and his killing. Chief Robert Conti says there are inconsistencies in Lewis's story. The first shot that was fired was actually fired at someone who was sitting in a vehicle who was not an immediate threat. He says his actions violate the limitations of Lewis's concealed carry permit, which requires a shooter be in imminent danger. Where things really unravel, it was just the initial shot that kind of put the chain of events into place. Conti says Karan Blake, who was running toward the getaway vehicle, changed direction after hearing that shot and began sprinting in Lewis's direction. It's unclear if Blake saw Lewis or that he was armed until it was too late. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Now, Lewis's attorney says this week he maintains his innocence in the case, while a judge has ordered him held without bond until his next hearing. In the meantime, WTOP's on Mike Marillo is hearing from members of Karan Blake's family. We want justice. Sean Long is Karan Blake's grandfather. He does, though, thank police and prosecutors for getting to an arrest in the case. He says even though his grandson may have been breaking into cars. You could go outside and do wrong, but they don't say somebody got to kill you. He believes others could have been harmed by the gunfire that night. When it comes to Lewis, Long says. His downfall, he should have never came out there with the gun, should have never came outside. You should just call the police. Long also thanked the community for its support since the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. In other news, this early Wednesday morning for you here on WTOP. Remember that car caught doing donuts on the Bay Bridge while other vehicles blocked traffic a few years ago? Well, laws recently used by Ocean City specifically to target drag racing and that sort of driving could be coming to the entire state of Maryland. It's a bill targeting drag racing and what's being termed exhibition driving. And it's backed by Anne Arundel County State Senator Pam Beidel. Observers and cars will gather around and someone in the middle will be doing wheelies and donuts and all kinds of squealing wheels. The laws modeled after one used by the town of Ocean City when a social media organized event brought what Ocean City Mayor Rick Meehan described as chaos to his town. These vehicles become weapons, and the drivers are seriously jeopardizing the safety of other vehicles, pedestrians. If passed, those who violate the law would be arrested. Their cars could be impounded. John Dome in WTOP News. School day. A mistake from the Virginia Department of Education has left its own schools with a lot less funding than expected for this school year. The department says a state aid calculation error means K-12 through schools got $200 million less than estimates on the books. Those schools are operating on a $58 million shortfall, we're told, this school year. 
The Richmond Times-Dispatch was first to report this story. It's because a problem, they say, with a spreadsheet tool that the department uses to calculate funding. Democrats who control the state Senate say they expect to find a way to make school districts whole again. WTLP at 407, traffic and weather coming right up. JADC2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technology such as Mission Partner Environments, or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next-generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit GDIT.com slash MPE. Good Wednesday morning, February 1st. WTLP News Time now, 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Good news. Uh, southbound Baltimore, Washington Park, which go over top of US 50. The crash completely cleared. All lanes are open. You're no longer being diverted, and delays have cleared out. Good news there. Now, headed into the district beyond that point, DC 295 South, I-295 North, headed toward downtown. You're looking good. Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street, free and clear. New York Avenue uh, from northeast to northwest also moving well. And no issues on the freeway, both I-395 and I-695 so far. Now, in upper northwest, they still have the crash at the, near the intersection of northbound Connecticut Avenue and Colorama Road. Last check, the northbound lanes were still blocked because of the crash. Metropolitan police on scene, apparently they're waiting on a tow truck. Southbound side of Connecticut Avenue gets by without issue. Virginia, 66 eastbound, main line so far. Okay, as you make the trip in from Haymarket to Roslyn. Express lanes, though, eastbound, just east of the Prince William Parkway near mile marker 45. Uh, there's a single vehicle crash. It sounds like it was a spin out into the barrier there. Uh, so they've got the left lane blocked, waiting on a tow truck there. Virginia State Police on scene. There was a crash on 28 Noakesville Road. As you get into uh, Manassas or head toward Manassas near Branch Street, uh, Prince William County Police said everything's out of the roadway. All lanes are open. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Good morning, and say it ain't snow. A little snow falling across the area for now. If you're a snow lover, you better get out and look at it because it's not going to last long. All of it will be gone not long before the sun comes up this morning. Skies will clear a bit this afternoon. It'll stay cold, though. Today's high only near 40 degrees. Temperatures dropping into the mid-20s tonight, rising to only 42 tomorrow. A cloudy day tomorrow, only a small chance of a midday sprinkle. And then bitter cold weather blows in here for Friday. Temperatures hovering near freezing all day. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Right now we're at 32 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 33. Foggy bottom, you're waking up to 33. And Silver Spring, 32 and holding. In our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, new month, Wednesday morning, February 1st. Glad you're spending the early part of it with us as you rise this morning here on WTLP. This check this morning brought to you on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Still ahead this early 4 a.m. hour for you on WTLP. Classes resume at a Northern Virginia high school after a difficult day of a drug overdose. I'm Dick Iuliano. Sounding the alarm on fentanyl overdoses among Montgomery County teens. Just a few drops of this stuff can kill you. I'm Luke Luker. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest. Back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. 
We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. This is WTOP News. Word this morning that counselors will be available this Wednesday morning at Wakefield High in Arlington, where a student there suffered an apparent drug overdose, placing him in critical condition. Arlington County police say there were five boys in the bathroom at Wakefield High School when one of them became unresponsive around 9.30 in the morning. School staff provided life-saving intervention before the ambulance crew arrived to take the boy to the hospital. The other four students were evaluated by emergency medical personnel. In a letter to the school community, the principal, Dr. Chris Wilmore, called it a difficult day. And because of the disruption, students were dismissed from school after second period classes. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Eleven students in all have overdosed locally while at Montgomery County Schools. Several others have died while at home. Now a county council member is visiting schools to learn why exactly this is happening. Just a few drops of this stuff can kill you. The school system just in January has seen five students die of fentanyl overdoses. Montgomery County Council member Will Jawando met with students at Northwood High School in Silver Spring to try to understand exactly what is going on. You know, they're dealing with the mental health issues that have come from the pandemic, you know, losing loved ones, the economic fallout. I was talking to a student yesterday who's been living at a day's end. Jawando and the Health and Human Services Committee will hold a hearing on overdoses in late February. We're not coming to this meeting to say we have a problem. We know we have a problem. We're coming to this meeting to talk about what the county-wide, government-wide, community-wide solutions will be. Luke Lukert, WTOP News. The Food and Drug Administration's been facing scrutiny for months after contamination at a Michigan factory led to that nationwide infant formula shortage. Remember that? Now the agency's promising to do better with this. It's overhauling. Apparently, it's food and safety as well nutrition division promising the new structure will better protect consumers and the country's food supply. FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf says he'll create a new human foods program, as it will be called. He says it'll be led by a deputy commissioner with authority over parts of the agency that oversees 80% of the foods Americans eat. The commissioner calls it one of the most important changes in the agency's history. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Good morning, good morning. You're with WTOP. That's Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTOP Sports Time, 415, and Mr. Rob Woodfork's turn this early morning. The Capitals go into the All-Star break on a high note, grabbing a 4-3 overtime win in Columbus despite twice blowing a two-goal lead, Coach Peter Laviolette. It was a kind of a messed up first period. I thought we started okay, and then got lost at times along the way, just decisions with the puck, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't clean. Stayed with it, and nice play on overtime to get the second point. Evgeny Kuznetsov scored his eighth career overtime winner just 
just 26 seconds into the extra session, making Charlie Lindgren a winner in net after his 31-save night. Back home, Maryland improved to 3-3 three and three against ranked opponents this season with a 66-55 win over Indiana. The Terps' third straight victory to improve to 6-5 and five in the Big Ten and improve their chances of a return to the NCAA tournament. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we focused on Washington's multiple milestone Super Bowl anniversaries, including Tuesday's 35th anniversary of the 1987 team that made Doug Williams the first black quarterback to start in a Super Bowl. We were joined by ESPN 630 host and WTOP alum Andy Polin, who set the record straight on the infamous how long have you been a black quarterback question posed to Williams. It really was unfair that, that the reporter didn't ask that question. In fact, it was an excellent question. And it's, it's too bad that people associate that with the stupidity of some of the questions that are asked at the Super Bowl. <laughs> the full story, along with Andy's experience at Super Bowl 17 and a slew of must-hear tidbits from both championship squads, in this week's D.C. Sports Auto on WTOP.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All thanks, Rob. As always, 416 on WTOP. Welcome this in. This is WTOP News. Are you expecting to meet up with police? If you're speeding locally in a school zone, Fairfax County Police say they'll be there ready to cite you. According to Fairfax County Police, alcohol-related fatal crashes are at a five-year low, but overall deadly crashes are up. Pedestrian deaths on county roads have spiked from 14 in 2021 to 24 last year. Dahlia Palchik, a member of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors, voiced her concerns. How do we address the people going 80, 90, sometimes 100 in 25, 35, 45 speed zone? I guess that's the area where I have so much concern and still seeing it happen. Fairfax County Police Deputy Chief Bob Blakely. You should be seeing more police officers in our school zones uh, in particular right now while we're are trying to address those high speeds. Police say they've talked to school officials about doing more safety education in classrooms. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good up stories we're following on WTOP. A D.C. government worker is charged with murder after shooting 13-year-old Karan Blake. Police say the teen pled for his life after being caught breaking into cars. Five boys locally at a Northern Virginia high school need medical attention, one in critical condition after a drug overdose this week. And we're learning about another FBI search for classified papers connected to President Biden. This one happened months ago. You are listening to 103.5 FM. And WTOP.com. Good Wednesday morning, February 1st. Glad you're with us at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. And when it breaks, Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's starting to get some of the reports about some icy conditions on some of the area roads, uh, especially to the west of us. Uh, portions of Prince William County along the 66 corridor, Fauquier County, Warren County, Frederick County, Clark County to the northwestern part of Virginia, and also toward Loudoun County as well. Uh, so you definitely want to take it easy out there. Don't overdrive the conditions. Give yourself plenty of extra time. Watch your speeds because a lot of the road surface temperatures have begun to drop below freezing. And that's the concern, especially on some of the elevated roadways. And we have so many of them now, especially on 66. Uh, one minor incident in the express lanes eastbound east of the Prince William Parkway. It was a single vehicle spin out. They've got the left lane blocked, waiting on a tow truck for the moment. Beyond that, though, nothing else reported in the through lanes. Uh, you're in good shape on 95 and 395 despite the wet weather. Uh, with the snowfall coming down, just take it easy out there again. Did have some reports of some icy conditions on one of the exit ramps at Dale City, uh, so be careful there as well. But no closures as a result. Uh, 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge also looking good. Virginia Beltway uh, between Alexandria and McLean for now. No major issues to report. 
in the district still have the closure. Northbound Connecticut Avenue near Colorama Road Northwest. Single vehicle crash. Again, that last report from one of our listeners. The vehicle stayed unmoved in the center of the roadway on the northbound side. So uh, Metropolitan Police waiting on the tow truck there. Southbound side of Connecticut was open at last report. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Your Wednesday morning, this first day of February, is actually starting out with some wet snow across the area. Just barely enough to whiten the ground, not enough to cause any significant travel problems, and it'll all be gone before you know it. Rain and snow ending before 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. Afternoon clearing, some sunshine today, but staying cold. Today's high near 40. We'll be in the mid-20s tomorrow morning. Thursday, cloudy, a small sprinkle chance, high 42. Windy and much colder on Friday. Temperatures in the low 30s all day, and we'll drop into the mid-teens on Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4. Meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 33 degrees in Georgetown. You're waking up to 32 in Bowie. 32 this 4 a.m. hour in Leesburg. Wednesday morning, February 1st. New month. Welcome in. 33 in our nation's capital right now. This check brought to you on WTOP this early morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Coming right up this half hour for you on WTOP as you rise with us this early morning and welcome in. Wolf Trap's new summer schedule's out. I'm Neil Augenstein. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. Not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and have don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. This is WTOP News. You can consider this the yearly announcement that really means summer can't be too far away, right? Sting is just one of the artists performing this summer at Wolf Trap. We're announcing over 50 nights of music and art and culture. Arvin Minocha, head of Wolf Trap. The summer season starts just before Memorial Day. Get into a couple of nights of John Legend. We've got Charlie Puth in that first month as well. He says whether you're a symphony or new wave fan, an opera or indie rock person, there's something for you, and it'll be a chance to say some goodbyes. Buddy guys, uh, obviously a blues icon and royalty, and he's making his farewell tour. And Kenny Loggins is doing his farewell tour called This Is It. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. People who live and work in Old Town Alexandria not happy this morning about an apparent change coming to the annual parade route. It is the 100th anniversary, actually, of the George Washington Birthday Parade. It's happening February 20th. 
Alexandria now reports that because of the centennial, it is going to shut down large sections of Old Town North and Old Town near the King Street Old Town Metro Station. The parade is normally held east of Washington Street near City Hall in the Historic District. The request to move the parade was only approved a week ago, we're told, so the new route wasn't announced until Thursday. Parade organizers are apologizing for the short notice. In other news, dead whales are washing up on beaches in the Northeast. Now a group of mayors is asking for something to be done about this. In just the last two months, 10 massive whales have washed ashore dead along the New Jersey and New York coastlines. One just this week on Long Island. Now 12 New Jersey mayors have written to officials in Washington asking that offshore wind energy developments be put on hold until scientists can say with certainty that the offshore work is not leading to the deaths of the sea creatures. Andrea Gomez is with the National Oceanic and Atmosphere administration. The leading causes of death would be vessel strikes and fishing gear entanglement, but we're still trying to determine what other possible causes of death could be. Those wind farm companies bounce sound waves to map the sea floors. Matt Piper, CBS News. But what it'll cost you to do that? Planning a Super Bowl party, are you? Looks like it's going to cost you a little less for the food, but a lot more for the beer this season. Data out from the new Wells Fargo Super Bowl food report. There is such a thing. Shows while overall food prices are up, prices on some popular snack items are actually down this year. Chicken wing prices, for example, down 22% from last year, last January. The steak prices are down nearly a dollar a pound, we're told. Shrimp cheaper than last year. Beer prices have jumped, though, by at least 11% in most areas from a year earlier. Wine and spirits are also said to be up. Plan your wallet. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP at 425. Money News each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Brought to you by Pinfet Credit Union. Great rates for everyone. Get a preview of your business day now. Wednesday morning, February 1st on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Going out for a burger or steak? Better bring some extra cash. Higher beef prices are likely in the next few years with the U.S. cattle herd at a nine-year low. That means shrinking beef supplies ahead. More people are using Snapchat, but that's not helping sales. Corporate parent Snap saw its first ever no-growth quarter and is forecasting its first ever revenue decline for this quarter. Changes to Apple's privacy policy are blamed. DC Comics is looking to reinvigorate its superhero business with plans for two movies and two TV shows every year. DC has seen rival Marvel rule the superhero sphere in recent years thanks to parent company Disney's Deep Pockets. DC is now owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. It's the end of an era in aviation. After 54 years, the last Boeing 747 has rolled off the assembly line. It's a freighter being delivered to Atlas Air. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but 